until I got to college. And it was different. So I went to Morgan State on a softball scholarship. Um, and I was able to, the following year later, that there was a new coach, Coach Beasley. He knew I played basketball because I would go play open gym all the time. So he's like, I want you to play for me. I'm like, I'm on scholarship for softball. And my hand was broken at the time. Mm. And uh, he was like, but I can take my hand splint on and off. <laughs> so he was like, can you come to open gym tomorrow? I'm like, Tape it up. coach, my hand is broke. But yeah, sure. Tape it up. So they ended up, my coaches ended up uh, working it out, split my scholarship. And yeah. I played two sports in college, too. Dope, dope, dope. So. Leaving, man, leaving Cali, leaving the Bay, though. What was your initial thought? Because, again, you was you weren't just a state over or you time changed different. So the way, yeah. What was that like? Well, first of all, bef- that summer of me leaving to college, I played for the USA team, Uh-oh. baseball, USA team. Again, baseball. We're not talking about softball. <laughs> Soft pitch or slow pitch. You throwing, you throwing I overhand. I throw overhand. I pitch overhand. That's dope. Um, and okay, how fast? Se- 75. <sighs> 75, and then my curveball is about 72. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, that summer, I okay, so I graduated. I graduated high school. As soon as I graduated, I walked off the stage, got on a plane, flew to Boston for the USA tryouts. Okay. Um, I was That's there, crazy. I was there for like three days. Came back home that so that was like May. That June I get a call. I made the first was that Yeah, I made the, the first tryout. Okay. Yeah. So no no no, I take that back. That was the second tryout. I made the team. That's when I got the call in June. I made the team. So I had to fly out, went to Boston. We were in Boston for about a week, practice. We left to Japan first. For played in the first uh the World Series. Great. Ex- I'm 18 years old. That's crazy. Summer before I'm leaving the college. You get to go to Japan. I was the only black person in the tournament. So there was like. Wait, wait, wait. Not on the team, but in the whole like. USA tournament. Period. Yeah. So there was Canada, Damn. Australia, Ch- Chinese Taipei, India. Oh, what other teams? I think there's another country I can't remember right now, but the only That's crazy. The only one. That's super dope. Um This is the summer before I leave the college. Go to Japan for a week, come back to Boston for four days, leave and go to Canada for a week. We won the the World Series, the first ever women's world series. Sick. Um, they named me the best female pitcher in the world out of ERAF zero point zero zero. Come back home for like two weeks, and then I had to go away to college. Gotta go. Grow up fast. <laughs> Grow up fast. How was your How was your family feeling about all this? It happened so quick. They were there. They They were there to support me the whole time. I mean, my whole life they've been involved, very much involved. My parents ran our AAU team, Hoop Riders. Shout out Hoop Riders. Okay. Um, so me getting a scholarship was my payback to them. Yeah. Like, you don't have to pay for me anymore. It's, it's all blessing. free. It's so I, I love to tell kids and the youth, like, go away to school, leave your options open, whatever Fact. it is, sports, music, uh, education, theater, whatever it is, it's free. Because people are like, why did you? I went to Morgan State in Baltimore. 
East Coast. Why did you leave California? I yeah. said, because I can always come back home. You can always come home. I man. can always come back home. I, so. I definitely uh, agree with that because leaving, it just it just does something to your character. You got to go through the struggles. And we know as HBCU alum, it's, it's never perfect. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's real life. And you grow up fast over there, right? You yes. grow up fast, but I definitely uh, will never trade my experience down there for the world either. But never. so you get to the East Coast, Moody State. I mean, coming on campus, did you did you meet other people from California? Because as we know, right, you got to meet home team people. Yeah, yeah, quick, quick. you do. So, I, well, I took my visit. So when oh, okay. I took my visit, um, two of my AAU teammates, they were on the basketball team there, Sharonda and Candace. They went to Vallejo High, okay, Solano, and then Morgan. But they played basketball. So my first year. I didn't play basketball. I just played softball. And oh. um, so I knew them. And then on the softball team, you know softball, like we have a lot of we a lot of West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, yeah. I had like my roommate. She was from she was from Oregon, but went to school in California. Oh. Like oh, one of my shout out Carolina. She's from Oakland. Oh. Um, so we had some Cali people. So, you know, when it came to the Mexican food, <laughs> <laughs> you got to get your little we fixes in, had to get our fixes in. Taco they, Tuesday. they know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so. sure. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, your overall experience in the East coast and playing ball there. What about the game atmosphere? Let me ask you that though. Cause I know mine down South was crazy. So I wonder what the East coast game atmosphere was like. Cause ours was is just off the scale. So it's what about different. Y'all? Like I, I'm the type of person I like to go to different places for open gym, open run. So I would go in the streets in Baltimore, like on the playground, outside. Hooping. In the hood, hooping. Like, where Melo at? Where he at? I'm trying <laughs> to hoop there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, you know, Dante Green is from Shout Baltimore. Shout out to Tay, man. We'll hoop with him and his peoples. Um, Karan. Karan's overseas. Yep. And so I got KD. a chance to, like, really hoop with some real hoopers yeah, they, they, on the East Coast. Uh, shout out to Tiny. She played on my team in, in college, and she's from New York. So okay. it's like, you know, she came with flavor, and her game was dope. So it's, it's, it's a completely different game, the East Coast to the West Coast. Like, we're spoiled. That's what's up. That's up. <laughs> man, before we get into what you're doing next, I'm definitely going to throw a shout out to, uh, man, all the people that helped me get this podcast going. Blueprint Events, Dope Stone, Jewelry, Braces. I got to brace it on my boy. Oh, yeah, New Gear. New Gear Alert. Born to lead family, my boy Dion, man, out of Fresno, man. Appreciate you, Dion, for taking care of your boy. Um, yeah, just everybody, man. D's Word of Mouth Catering. Just uh, appreciate everybody who support me and just kind of listen to the podcast, but also just entrepreneurship, right? Through this last COVID year, I mean, everybody's trying to get their grind on, but let's be consistent in our hustle, right? right. And, and, and keep going, but also support each other faithfully. And uh, I appreciate everybody for that. But um, now, this current day and time, I mean, you got some stuff working, right? So, I mean, again, I've seen you on the sidelines. I see you getting interviews with the Sad Kings. I'm saying seeing the gym working with the Kings and Junior Kings. So, what what what's, what what you up to right now? What's next? What's popping? Um, so I started doing the interviews with the Kings back when I was a freshman in college, um, and that's brought me a long way. A lot of opportunities to bring me to the opportunity now with uh, the publicity agent. Okay, it's a media outlet. Um. It's not a it's not a public relations firm where we represent any clients, but you know we're for the black voice. Okay. Um, we're we're culture, pop culture, diversity. We cover sports, entertainment, politics, um, you name it. But it's it's gonna be a place where you can be you, hmm. you know. But we're still Dope. gonna give you that information. 
So um, that's next. That's coming in August. And I'm also, I will be doing a podcast at the Funky Chicken. The Funky Chicken is a clothing store in Fairfield in the Solano Mall. Uh, same thing. Artists are going to come through. Um, athletes. Oh. It's going to be, you'll also be able to join in. So if you're walking past the store, okay. you won't be able to hear it if you're walking past, but you'll be able to see it. Okay. That's so what's up. Hey. That's coming up as well. I'm really, really excited about that. Um, And I've been coaching. Uh-oh. <laughs> so... Coaching what age level and how's that going right now? I took my talents to <laughs> Little League Baseball and six, seven-year-old basketball. <laughs> Ooh, patience. Patience. So how's, how's, how's that? How are you feeling about that right now? What's, what's the motivation behind that? Um, Well, one, you know, I used to do basketball camps. I did work with the Junior Kings and was one of the coaches for them. I've done Jason Thomas camps, Bobby Jackson. Um. But now I have a little one of my own. Right. Shout out Anya, Anya Banya. She's six, and she's plays guitar, drums, and she's playing baseball. Well, we just finished baseball season. Now basketball season started. But I did not want to coach that age at first. I didn't. I'm like, no, you know, she can have a, her own coach, and I'll just work with her, mm-hmm. you know? I'll help the team. I just want to help. That's it. Got her. But they weren't going to have a, a season because nobody stepped up to coach. I right. said, oh, no. I'm not letting that happen. They're going to play. So I, my team, um, the Little League team, Sassoon American Little League, we railroad storage. Uh, we we had a really great season. I was proud of the kids from start to end. Um, and my main goal is really for them to – learn the game have fun of course but learn the fundamentals please teach it please so teach now it. i'm coaching basketball the six <laughs> there's six and seven yeah. um yesterday was our first game never met the team we didn't have a practice the league just said this is your team first game so now i'm like oh, i'm gonna have fun coaching these kids you're gonna have some patience too i know that definitely i it's gonna take a lot that's what's up. How uh, how rewarding is that for you right now, though? It's very rewarding because um, just as a just as a player, and being able to give my knowledge to the youth. One, they're trying to cut a lot of sports out, so there's not like there's not a lot for the youth to do now, um, besides be on their phones. And it's important for them to know technology just because that's the new era, but it's very important to have real social skills. Yep. Social media is exactly that, social, social media. media. It's not social skills. You're not socializing. So um, I feel like any sport or team camaraderie that it teaches, you bring that along with you in life. So I'm teaching not just the game of basketball, the game of baseball, but life lessons as well. And it makes you think, you know, puts you in situations to where it makes you think. So is this something the start of something new, longevity-wise? Is, is it going to evolve as your little one gets older, or are you going to? Is there some type of what's in the plans for you as far as the coaching aspect of any both sports, uh, baseball, basketball? I think it's definitely the start of something new as far as coaching. Um, I have coached before. I've coached a high school team, um, but now I have time. Mm-hmm. To because I feel like if I don't give the kids that time, it's not fair to them. So now I have the time to give to them and, and um, 
It's something I really love and enjoy doing. So as she gets older, I will continue to coach her. But once she gets a certain age, then I want somebody else to coach her. And I'll just train her, my daughter, um, if sports is what she wants to do. If not, hey, I'm going to pay somebody else to teach her what I don't know. Because <laughs> she's going to get it. That's what's so. up. I'm not sure if I know. I got to ask you. So you a Warriors fan then? Or what's the basketball team outside of being a KD LeBron fan? What's the team that you root for? Outside of being LeBron fan, or if you relate, it's Lakers now. Is that what it is? No, I'm never a Laker fan. I'm never okay. a Miami fan. I'm never okay. a, a, a Ohio fan. I'm a LeBron fan. Okay, so what what team is? But if I had to choose a team, um, I'm a little biased, you know, towards the Kings, of course, because. You know, I cover their games the most. Okay. So I, I get to see them grow okay. <laughs> all these years. All right. And so I have a so, so soft spot for the Kings. But, you know, I got it. So go what? Steph. Uh, okay, okay. So it's all right. So let me ask this, though. Steph. What's next for the Warriors? What they going, what they look like? What they do going into this next season? How are they kind of outside of health? You know, yeah, because the Warriors never lost it besides health. <sighs> Like, yeah. they never really – the Warriors, one thing I enjoy watching them play because they have fun. Yes. They have fun. They There's not one just like – of course, we know Steph is a star. We know Drake. But there's not one, like, star that outshadows another or I, the team. So, they're It's very so contagious. The atmosphere fun. is very entertaining, and it's, it's, it's a pleasure to watch because everybody touches the rock. Yeah. Now, what you do with it, who does what, we all know, right? Who's the scorer, who's right, the defender. Right, we know but that. The ball moves, but um, definitely we're interested to see what they do, especially all these trade talks. And So, oh, you're from the, close, enough to, close enough to Oakland. Yeah. But far enough away, right? Yeah. What about this Dame talk? Dame to, to the Lakers or Dame to the Warriors, whatever. What you feel about that? Um... I mean, either way, for me, it's a win-win. So, <laughs> he go LeBron. I, I'm not going go to lie. I would love to see him go to L.A. so LeBron can get another ring. Oh, man. Trying, you trying to get LeBron to get to that fourth one? Yeah, man. yes, okay. of course. Okay. I want him to be as close to Jordan as okay. possible. Yeah, okay. All right. I see. It, I, I, like. want, I want to so bad. I want to. I, would, I thought you were going to say at least Oakland, though. Maybe Dane back to the Oakland. Yeah, that would be fun to watch him play. Nah, you ain't feeling that. Um, but it'd be even better to see him play against Oakland. It'd be crazy. That might be a while too. If they healthy, LeBron and healthy, yeah. that'd be that'd be a great Western Conference final. Um, yep. I got to hit on the Kings for a minute since you did cover him, though. Man, I, mean, I talked about talked about with my boy Kenny last week. Mm-hmm. What we doing here, man? Well, what we need to do <clears throat> that you can speak upon and give us some light on? Because I mean, it's 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 we've been in question they, so long now, you, and it has it's been. It's like every it's every year you're like, okay, they it's have tough, a team. Man. Yeah. They have a team. They don't have a coach. Okay, they have a coach. They have a coach. Right. All right, we just got to make some adjustments for the team. Right. So it's like you're, we get key players, we lose key players, uh, we get key players, and now I think it just comes down to gelling together. They once they finally gel together, it's like boom, there's a trade. Something disrupts the chemistry. Right. So um, I I I would really like to see the Kings make it to the playoffs. Right. I do, and I think it'll be exciting for Sacramento. Oh man, it, we, everybody's anxious, but yeah. you know, when you win Sacramento, everybody's behind you. So like everybody, too. like Sacramento's fan base is amazing. It'll, it'll get there. yeah, that's they that's love time. their team. Shout out Bobby Jackson too for getting the new head. Yep, down they, it's it's one step closer for that's you. That's exciting. Being a a, a a female in coaching, if you were the head coach of the Sacramento Kings, what type of culture though would you implement 
when you get the job because I mean now it's all about culture. I think a foundation and trust and buy-in, mm-hmm. and now in women position to get head coaching jobs on both sides, wherever they're at, no matter if it's male or female. Mm-hmm. What would you implement, or how would you kind of try to build that? The culture to Sacramento, one, there's already a new arena, so that um, that brings a lot of diversity to the area. Mm-hmm. I feel like just being in that atmosphere in, in the arena when you walk in, you know, they have the, the big screen. Also, the bar and the, the game is going on live in front of you, so it makes you feel like um, you're at the bar, but you're watching the game live. Speaking of live, shout out to DJ Eddie, Sacramento Kings DJ in the building, man. <laughs> hey, y'all better check him out, man. DJ Eddie, 360 Studio, we live, baby. But yeah, okay. That's another thing that always brings culture to the game. Is the music, the, right? The music, hey, the music, yes, yes. The music. <laughs> so that's, the I, music. you know, it's bringing that up too. Like the music really, when you have a good DJ and somebody to keep the fans going, yep. I think it helps keep the players going as well. Um, and just more community outreach, you know. I think that's huge, though. More community right. outreach. When I was in high school, it used to be big. I remember I was in high school, man. It's almost 20 years ago now. <laughs> but um, Chris Weber and Jay Will came to our school. We was like, what? Yeah. Like, they were physically on campus, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's what it was about. I think that outreach, though, was so key. I mean, shout out to, to Tay and Dante when I was working at the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. Tyree came by. They all they used to come by. I was like, look, man, I need y'all to come by for the kids. I remember this. We had a fashion show in the Thomas Middle School. Tay and JT was my fashion show. The kids, <laughs> that's probably one of the dopest things ever. Like the homie Jay Gaines made shirts, Steve cut hair, but community, right? Yeah. Uh, Jen did makeup, uh, Maya Dennis did dance, but it was just like, everybody came, the kids, the principal loved that, and that was everybody coming together, You right? know what I used to love as well is um, when the monarchs were here. <laughs> and the the combination of the kings and the monarchs, they supported each other. Constantly. Outside of, you know, supporting each other on the court and at the games, like. Yeah community events and that made Sacramento like we're the capital it you was know? not just so, everybody says California they say LA no no yeah there's more to <laughs> than California just, than man, just LA I, I definitely uh, agree with that and, you know I like I love Gavin Newsom and what he's doing as well like he's a uh, young a young face he's here. doing different differently he's different yeah yeah definitely so. different shout out to Danielle Villion Ruthie Bolton all them Maya Walker I mean so many people man pal Ruthie the, the, the WNBA was dope yeah Ruthie is, a, is a, such a humble lady and yeah her story is amazing Ruthie you, on, you gotta get on here with me live I mean I know we talk all the time but she's definitely an amazing person and just so humble yeah you know what I mean like she bright if you can't have a, a good spirit around Ruthie I don't yeah. know what's wrong with you yeah Ruthie is she's amazing <laughs> she's like dope. and and she's you, she's somebody that I grew up watching too. Her and Tisha and Tisha, um, oh, Tisha was tough. Point guard. She was tough. And I remember when I was in the fourth, fifth grade, she, there was a camp down in Sassoon at the YMCA, and she came there, and I'm like, oh, that's big time. That's Tisha Penichero. And then I end up covering her games to talking to her face to face, and yeah, she's everything different. like that. So they were amazing. And Rebecca Brunson, dope. <sighs> Killer. I used to love walking double double. What <laughs> easy? Love watch her watching her play. Becky was called. Um. So yeah, I that is I think another thing that I would want to see yeah. back here in Sacramento. That culture, a, Another WNBA team. Yeah, I just saw. I think somebody got permission out there in the Bay Area to try to keep doing the word. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, they huh? trying to. Yeah, they got something passed. They said they, they're gonna go forward and try to make that happen in the Bay uh, with the WNBA team. I mean, so. they're taking all the other sports out. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that's we need something. So, speaking of Bay Area, uh, I hope you're a Niners fan, right? No. Oh my God. I cover. I do cover the Niners games. Though. I love covering their games, but I grew up a Raider fan. 
my parents, my dad, my uncles, cousins, season tickets, Raiders, and the Raiders have the best fans, hands okay. down. I don't care mm-hmm. where you go. So, in that, you've been to a game, I take it. Yes. How crazy, because I have never been to a Raiders game. I've always seen people know I went or that went, but I'm like, how wild is it? Like, I've seen videos and footage how hectic it can get, but if once you're in there, how crazy is that? Like, you better not have one. That's what I thought. The right? other team's colors. That's what I thought. I, I one year, so my, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a Raven fan too. Yeah, I was like, can I see you repping Baltimore? I like the Ravens. Okay. I do. Uh, Ray Lewis was, he was like him and Ed Reed. They different? Very much. Yep. And, um, my daughter's dad does, he used to play for them. So one okay. year they came out and played the Raiders, and I had on my Ravens jersey. Wow. And um, they were like, boo, in my face. Boo, boo, you lucky you're cute. I'm like, y'all don't oh, understand. Wow. You guys don't understand right now. And I have a cousin that plays for the Falcons. I do see, I did see that though too. Like so, that. but they didn't play the Raiders, they played the Niners. Yeah. So that's what's up. You know, okay. I can wear my. So you, other teams you, you making plans there. to go to Vegas and see him or what? Definitely. That stadium looks crazy though. Yeah, it looks wild though. Yeah, that I looks, can't wait. I can't wait to get there. I I want to cover actually. I want to cover some of their games. So. so, in saying all that, like, how does that make you make you feel? You get to cover these teams you actually watch. Like, I didn't, I didn't think about that right now. Like, how does that? That's a huge accomplishment for you to actually be in the environment now covering these sports teams and athletes who you saw on TV or looked up to, or just. It comes full circle for you. Like, imagine, I'm pretty sure you looked up to Michael Jordan. Yeah. Right, growing up. Um, imagine making it to the Actually, Mitch Richmond, but, you know, to the Rock, Sacramento Kings. (laughs) Imagine growing up watching him, and then, boom, you make it to the league, and his locker is right next to yours. Like No words. You know, like, it's like I uh, grew up idolizing these people. Not really idolizing, but, you know, watching them and mimicking my game after them. Right. Things like that, and I'm right here, face to face with them, interviewing them. Like, I did an interview with LeBron James, and I've interviewed him, you know, a couple different times. But the last time I interviewed him, it was, it was just like because I talked to him about something else other than basketball. We talked about his I Promise School, and his face was just lighting up about something that he loved outside of basketball. Actually, that that's another thing. One of my segments on the uh, publicity agent is going to be it's going to be called off the court. That's so, um yeah. talking to, you know, different athletes and entertainers about the things that they have going on outside yeah. of their careers, their every, you know, their careers. It's a lot of athletes that do a lot of stuff that doesn't get the mainstream club unless it's like on a huge scale like a school or something like that right. but a lot of these dudes are actually giving their time right. and their funds to the community or to a certain thing you know some guys like to keep it behind the scenes though, too, right. though. they don't right. want their name because they just want to keep it they know that right. you know their heart's in the right or place like you know like dame he's he does music you know uh we know right. lebron has a list of things that he does um venus and serena williams they actually designed one of the dental offices in natomas some years ago yeah like nobody knows that you know so i kind of want i want to get that out there you know um yeah because they they deserve their their props their flowers for that because it didn't have to be done you know i mean keep it real right like as we know their their money is their money but um again when you give to somebody else or as we say you know saying bless somebody else 
that that should be still you know what I'm saying applauded for that and give some type of gratitude mm-hmm. because they don't have to do it at the end of the day right, right. but it's it's a, it's a blessing to help somebody else out in need and I never knew that like I said so I'm like well they're doing business up here but right, right. that's that's definitely so, dope that uh that's one thing and that's gonna be in the publicity agent okay. called off the court nice. one of the segments so um yeah Robin Roberts she was another one she's dope yeah. I've always watched her though so yes that's and crazy I interviewed her when I was young. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, she was, she wrote a book and was going around promoting her book. Her and uh, even Kiki Palmer. Like, finding out at, she was young, 13. And she wanted to go to a HBCU for at least a semester to get that experience and things like that. Like, you know, HBCUs. So how do you feel about that right now? The the re-aunts, re-nuance of uh, more attention. One, I like the attention being brought to HBCUs who need more support, but now some athletes are taking that leap and saying, you know, I'm just, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna commit there. You know, what I mean, how did, what's your take on that? Because I, you know. um, we don't, we've never really gotten the recognition that we deserve, um, especially when it comes to sports. Like I've had so many conversations with top D1 athletes that went pro, and what they don't realize is if all the African-American athletes went to an HBCU, how the tables would turn. Yeah. Um, because the African-American athletes are that sport. Bring right. the money to that school. Mm-hmm. So that's what HBCUs are lacking is the funds. And uh, I think it's very, very huge that Deion Sanders is coaching at, at, at JSU. And Outside of Dion, it's a lot of other pros who are in the, yeah, that, like say, like Lindsey Hunter was at Mississippi Valley State. Mm-hmm. I mean, just Darius Rice's uh, Darius Rice was at Mississippi Valley assistant over there. You know what I'm saying? It's different people at those schools. I see uh, Reddy Thies is at Bethune Cookman now as a, yeah. but I think it's the publicity also. But and don't quote me on this, but I believe I saw something that said a lot of the athletes started at HBCUs years ago. Uh-huh. But then once the big school started again, that money they, talks, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull one of you guys over here, mm-hmm. and then start pulling more. And of course, we wanna. And sometimes it happens the opposite way. Like you have these huge D1 athletes at these huge schools, they might get in trouble, so they right. have to come to an HBCU. Um, Jacoby Jones, he went to a D2 HBCU. Jacoby Jones, God, he killed us in the Super Bowl, didn't we? Um, oh my yeah, god, we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And you see what he did, sick, yeah, clearly. Sick. But you know he played basketball and football at a D two HBCU. Yeah. So it's like every time anybody that I know of uh, that went to an HBCU, it's like yeah, give us our props. That that support, yeah. It's like it's an unsigned it's, thing, right? Like yeah, we got to root for everybody every, if they're doing all, all the yeah, time. Like, <laughs> no, like and then it comes down to that the real HU or yeah, Morgan yeah. versus Woman. But overall, the bigger picture. It's, that's We're rooting what it is. for everybody, and you have people like Diddy and uh, Lala and all these all these other people outside of sports that did go to HBCUs that make it popular. Right. Um, of course, Howard is huge. Some of that, yeah. Like, you know, who doesn't know about Howard's homecoming? Right. Um, but you have some of the bigger names that went there. Right. Um, and I think that once these up and coming athletes start going to the HBCUs. It's going to change the game. Right. I think now with them being able to get paid a little bit too now with the following, mm-hmm. they can make some money and they can probably 
not go to the big school there to still make money off of whatever they're doing, the likeness, whatever, right. at the HBCUs, but then also bring awareness. But, um, yeah, Dion definitely is trying to set the bar high with the combine for the football coming mm-hmm. up next year. He said he can do that for them. Um, it's going to be a delight to see, but also I think the media hype now is getting even more where it should be, right? Because we got to get on TV. Right, we yeah, on TV. we do. And that's what they're doing, like ESPN is doing right now. With I saw what? Every weekend, I know it was COVID, but it was like every season, whatever game they had, yeah. it was an HBC football game on there yep. like every weekend. Like, yeah. prime, not ESPN 3. No, or, right, exactly. Like, <laughs> our games will be on <laughs> ESPN yeah. 2, ESPN U. Right. Like, what? No, we all want ESPN. Right. Or, like, even with, you know, them putting um, Tyler Marie. Taylor, I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, give us our exposure, but right. not just give it to us because we we deserve it. I, yeah, you know? so my thing with that, definitely with that, was like, you know, how they did it probably, I think, was a little abrupt. But if they're, re- let's make sure the reason is genuine, not just to make us yeah, feel but, good. Like, we're right. just, no, she's been in the game. It's a lot of dope black women in, the, in that broadcast game. They're going to keep killing it. But also, I mean, it's like now just people can see we can do multiple things. Mm-hmm. We can speak clearly. We can code switch. Mm-hmm. We can we can dress the part. We can be appropriate. Also, we can relate because talking to some of my friends who are in that business, they're the ones that get the interviews that are relatable. I mean, yeah. that's why you got interviews probably because you're relatable. You can exactly. speak to, talk to talk, speak to speak. Exactly. But then also, you know, so I definitely. Um, and then, and you know what? A lot of times, because um, I played sports, so I right. understand the game. Um, I've been around football, baseball, basketball, tennis, you know, whatever. Yep. So I can relate, and when I do cover these games, I'm not sitting up with a notepad writing, taking notes down, because I'm in the game. Like, I, I know the game. So when I'm in the locker room, um, I capture the attention of the player that I'm interviewing versus I see how the other reporters, you know, they don't really – you know, they might ask them something stupid about something that had nothing to do with the game, like yeah. – and you could just tell all over their face, like. Or but now the, fun, the funny thing is now is looking at all the athletes' responses. Like you can see the whole facial expression yeah. change. Or now the memes pop up and go. You know, it's just like athletes aren't taking no. that lightly anymore. They're not just answering any questions and not just giving. You know, they're giving sarcastic answers back or not saying nothing at all. At all, right. Keeping it real blunt, or which is like, okay, now what are y'all going to do? But if they rock with you. You Marsh- get an answer. Marshawn, shout out Marshawn. <laughs> here so he don't get you fine, man. Here. Hey, Skittles, man. Hey, speaking of Marshawn, though, before we get out of here, we'll talk about him, and at the end, I'll give you something else to talk about. But, again, I didn't know he was so tapped into the community. Yes. I didn't know, like, watching, I watched all of Najee Harris's little documentary. Like, yeah. his, their story is crazy. Like, th- that's super dope. Like, Beast yeah. Mode really has been that off the court, like, since he retired. Yeah. He's still working in the community and grinding, and that's just... And that's crazy. Yeah, that is huge of Marshawn. You, it's not like you see him out there in the streets like that, nope. but you know he's doing this, he's doing that. And um, he he came into, obviously he loved football, but after a while, I'm pretty sure, you know, the politics of things mm-hmm. started to try to take over and he didn't allow that. So He's um, always been his own loyal, person, right? His right, own man, his yeah. own po- person and loyal and, yeah. and um, stayed down. And that's, that's huge. And... I think that he's setting the bar high for other professional athletes yeah. to do What do he say? Same. Save your chickens. He's, he tell them, he's, I'm not, I save your chickens, man. Don't play around with yeah. it, man. So before we get out of here, um, in basketball term, we call it triple threat, right? Uh-huh. So I'm going to need your triple threat, right? Like just if it's life, basketball, whatever you, you can give advice to anybody, anyone in your field of work or in sports, just, you know, give me your three things right now you want to take away from me. Um, I will say... 
a peace of mind is mm. huge. Peace of mind. So whatever it is that you're doing, you're trying to accomplish, take time every morning, meditate, work out, and write some goals down. Um, that's huge. Cause that that's huge for just self care, because uh, you can't be successful without taking care and of yourself. Health. Yes. Right. And then I also believe um, have an open mind and be able to take in different ideas and criticism. Hmm. That's, that's, that's been tough. I yeah. know for us growing up, but we're learning it, though. That's, I'm definitely still getting better at it. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> I, getting better at it, but we got to do I it. think we all are, you yeah. know, and just keep room open for knowing that you don't know it all. Facts. You know, like you can always uh, learn something new. I, I like to... There's certain people I like to communicate with every so often, mm -hmm. and um, I like to pick their brains Sorry. because I want to be in that spot. I don't want to take your spot, but I want to be there one day. So I'm not going to hate on you. I'm going to take notes. We all need to do more of that. Yeah. It's like really push and lean on each other or support the right way, right? I see right. the picture all the time, somebody with a cliff. So one person holding them up, but you see the yeah. 50 holding them down. Yeah. You got to change that. Like we there's nothing that. wrong with supporting your counterpart, your peers, like nothing wrong with. We do the same thing. I'm gonna support you right. just as tough. Gotta be like you that. Know? We all we all gotta win. And it's not because I want you to support me, but it's that's me. It should be. That's my heart. I will say it should be genuine though. G if yeah. it's not in you though, then we rather not. Then don't do it. Yeah, but like, make it genuine. It's gonna come back to us. Mm -hmm. we, you know what I mean? So I definitely believe that. And um, because there was a just a, an example. So when I was living in Baltimore and after I graduated college, I I started um doing parties and i had my mm -hmm. two business partners tricks and zeke shout mm -hmm. out uh shout out tricks and zeke man they they're out there in baltimore really doing their thing and shout out um shout out tricks your oia only in america brand go <laughs> okay. check them out like he has some dope clothes okay um but we did parties and from baltimore to dc to new york to miami but we all supported each other all the promoters supported each other and um, shout out Nick Storm. Um, he used to be a he's a huge marketing guru. One of my mentors, brothers. I look up to him big time. Um, he's in New York. But he called me one, one time and was like, hey, Niche, what are the top five clubs, uh, food places, DJs, whatever, in Oakland? He didn't say the Bay Area. He said Oakland. But this was at a time where the Warriors... They, you know, popping, winning, everything. This is around when that French um, French vanilla Syrah came out. Clothes was popping. Right, right. So one of my peoples that I knew threw parties over there in the city. Yeah. I'm like, like, yeah, I went to school with him. I said, I, yeah, I just moved back to California. I said, let me call my peoples. They they should know. And he goes, you know what? Uh, That's like me calling you saying, hey, Nisha, I have these kids. I'm training. What are your top five moves? And I'm like, I would give them to you. It's right. not about me. You you're, you're training you the kids. You took yourself out of the equation to, right. to be that bridge, right? So he's like, well, I can't give you that. Like, why not San Francisco? Why Oakland? And I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. maybe because the Warriors over here and their yeah. wedding is popping. I don't know. But yeah. little did he know is this is somebody I could have put you on with. Or you could have shook a hand, made a friend for another time. Mm -hmm. You know, and maybe not this time, but another time. You never know. So, um. He told me no. Mm. He wasn't gonna give me the information. You know, it is cool. I know I got I I can find out. Don't even right. try. But long story short is um 
You you never know who you're talking to. You never know who can take you where in life. Right. Um, and just be humble, you know. Definitely. So those are my triple threat. Yeah. That's what's up. I, I definitely solid, man. Like I said, in a time where again our youth, our community, our our nation needs to hear these things and put good vibes in there. Everybody says good vibes, good or whatever. You got to live that daily. Live little, it. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, you just can't don't talk it. about it. Really live right. it. I Like social media, I, I, that's why sometimes I literally have to take a Breaks. break from yeah. social media. You got to get off that thing. Because it's like I'm sick of seeing. You got to get off that thing. People getting beat up and fake people talking about it's, it's tough, this, man. that, and the third. And it's I'm tough. like, ah. Oh. It's tough. <laughs> definitely see how our, our times have changed over growing up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I definitely, again, I appreciate you, man. Um, also, man, for those listening, man, locally, Doing my first basketball camp, man, uh, on my birthday, July 26th, mm-hmm. for the area, man. So, yeah, I'm trying to just, it's my first one with the help of my people in Sacramento. It's going to be a dope event. And, um, but again, it's for the kids too, because it's something I've dreamed of doing now. It's like, you know what? Just got to go do it, Jay. So, yeah. um, uh, look on the web, the Instagram for that information if you haven't signed up right now. A few slots left. But um, also, just next Friday, on Saturday, 24th, man, collabing with dope, uh, dope Stone Bracelets, These Word of Mouth, and uh, Blueprint Events for another event. Uh, it's like te- tequila, tacos, and like cigar type thing. But again, you know, try to be, you know, we, we're older, so we do things more laid back, but it's a good vibe. Um, live music this time, it'll be dope. Uh, at the Brick House down on um, Oak Park, again, you know, that's changed down there, right? But it's, the patio is so laid back. It's dope. Art gallery, and it's just chill, man. Don't they so have, can, like, the food trucks so down there, So down there, too. It's, but we have food and everything there, too. We okay. got tacos. Okay, so, you nice. know, I mean, it's definitely going to be something that everybody should slide through and get a ticket now um, before they're gone because that's limited space for real, though. That's only a certain amount of people, but it's it definitely a good vibe. But um, I appreciate you taking this drive down the hill. Thank you. Um, no, I you know appreciate you having me. No, it's all love, like you said. And once you get to going in the mall, I'm there, whatever you need. Vice <laughs> versa, we're going to shout it out on here every time if we need to. And, um... Definitely, definitely. Again, uh, I know you're gonna stay grinding. No question, you're gonna keep pushing and just keep the patience with the little ones on the court. Cause I can only imagine, <laughs> man. I, I'm dealing with high school and college kids in my last 15 years, so now you got little ones again coaching. But it's a, it's a blessing. It's you know the biggest part is parents, parents being involved. When parents are involved, the right oh, way. Yes, the, the right way. Right way. Like I've seen some parents like, yo, your kid is not going to the league right now. <laughs> not tomorrow, <laughs> you know. Facts. But uh, that helps a lot. Definitely. When it comes to this coaching. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate you. All right, y'all, man. We out. Thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate you, man. 94 Feet with Coach JT. Peace.